You're listening to Blood on the Tracks, an exploration and celebration of film soundtracks and scores. Welcome to Blood on the Tracks, an exploration and celebration of film soundtracks and scores. I'm your host, Lee Russell, and this is episode 65. And we're on part two of our two-part look at the soundtracks and scores of the filmography of Quentin Tarantino. Uh, Of course, this is my own curated list of the stuff I like. And this one's significantly bigger. We're probably going to go a good, I don't know, half hour, 45 minutes longer than the last episode, which was about two hours, 17 minutes, something like that. It was it was almost two and a half hours. Probably going to beat that this time out. We're looking at Death Proof up until Once Upon a Time in Hollywood this time out. As his filmography went on, uh, Tarantino's filmography went on, he just got crazy pants with all of the... <laughs> stuff he was jamming into his films music-wise. So there's stuff here that's on the official release soundtracks, and then there's just all the incidental stuff that he just sort of sneaks in there. So I'm picking, you know, some things from the official soundtrack, some things from the stuff he just sneaks in that doesn't show up on the official soundtracks. So uh, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff to go through. Without further ado, we're going to jump right into it here with Death Proof from 2007. Of course, Half of the grind bin uh, double feature with uh, Robert Rodriguez. Um, his one was, of course, Planet Terror. I think Death Proof is the better movie. I don't think too many people argue that. A lot of people do say that Death Proof is Tarantino's worst movie. Don't think I agree with that one. I think I like it better than, say, Reservoir Dogs. Maybe, if you get me in the right mood, maybe even be- I might even like it more than Pulp Fiction. That's just me, though. So first off, we have Violinza Inatessa from Ennio Morricone. This translates to Unexpected Violence, and it's from uh, Dario Argento's The Bird with the Crystal Plumage. Then we are going to move on to The Last Race by Jack Nietzsche. A version of this song was originally used in The Village of the Giants from 1965, directed by Bert I. Gordon. Moving on from there, we got Jeepster by T-Rex, of course, Mark Bolin, T-Rex. This is from T-Rex's album Electric Warrior from 1971, and it's just a catchy, awesome rock song. Then moving on from there, we're going to Riot in Thunder Alley from Eddie Beerum. This was written by uh, Richard Podolor uh, from the 1967 film Riot in Thunder Alley. Moving on, we have Italia e Mano Armata by Franco Michelisi from 1976. It's also known as um, Special Cop in Action, uh, directed by Marino Girolami. Moving on from there, we've got Hold Tight by Dave, D, Dozy, Beaky, Mick, and Titch. Uh, The 1966 song from their debut album, that's the one that plays as the first group of girl victims are driving in the car and Kurt Russell wipes them out. Then we have Baby It's You from Smith. This was a song written by Burt Bacharach, Luther Dixon, and Mac David. 
The Shirelles had a version of this from 1961. The Beatles had a version from 1963 for their Please Please Me album. And the Smiths version was on their 1969 album, a group called Smith, and charted the highest out of all three. Although Smith had the shortest career out of all the uh, bands mentioned there. And then finally, we have Chick Habit by April March from 1995. This also appeared on But I'm a Cheerleader. This is a cover version of Serge Gainsbourg's uh, Laissez Tomber les Fils, which, and uh, I'm sorry, my French is as bad as my Italian, which translates to drop it with the girls and also stop messing around with the girls, depending on which one you prefer. April March was born uh, Eleanor Blake and is a musician and animator known for doing both French and English language songs. So you can see why she'd gravitate to s- towards something like this. And in fact, she did the song Chick Habit both in French and English, and both versions are actually played in the film. And after that, we'll come back and look at what we have for Inglorious Bastards. <laughs>
All right, now we're going to look at stuff from Inglorious Bastards from 2009. Not a remake of the Enzo G. Castellari film, but it does take inspiration from the title. Changes the spelling slightly. And, of course, this is Tarantino's sort of ode to both spaghetti westerns and World War II Men on a Mission films and kind of mashes them together. And it's a revenge-o-matic as well. Uh, all kinds of stuff that Tarantino really likes kind of squashed in here. We're going to start off. We got some more from the soundtrack to uh, White Lightning. Uh, Tarantino apparently really loves that fucking soundtrack. We've got the main title this time from White Lightning by Charles Bernstein. Of course, from the 73 film, White Lightning. Then moving on, we got the main title from Slaughter by Billy Preston. This is from the 1972 film Slaughter. Uh, starring the recently deceased Jim Brown. And basically, it's just the opening riff from this that is used. So when the character Hugo Stiglitz is introduced, and they do a little backstory thing on him, you kind of hear the opening riff before it goes into another piece of music. Um, And of course, Hugo Stiglitz, the character that's named after the Mexican actor, best known as the lead in Nightmare City from 1980. Moving on, and this is going to be one I butcher... Uh, Ich Wolt Ich War Ein Hun by Lillian Harvey and Willie Fritscht. This is a song from the 1936 movie Lucky Kids, uh, a.k.a. Glückskinder. Um, And it's a German adaptation of It Happened One Night with Clark Gable and Claudette Colbert. Yeah, very uh, obscure little pick there from Tarantino. Moving on from there, we got the main theme from Dark of the Sun by Jacques Lewiser. Probably butchering that last name as well. Louisa, Louisa, maybe. Uh, 1968 British uh, adventure film, uh, war film, starring Rod Taylor, directed by Jack Cardiff. Uh, and uh, Louisa himself was a French pianist and composer, uh, composed music for over 100 films. And I was looking at the list, and most of them are films I've never heard of, because they were all pretty much French films. Moving on. Tiger Tank by uh, Lalo Schifrin from the 1970 war film Kelly's Heroes, of course, with Clint Eastwood, Donald Sutherland, a whole uh, cadre of uh, people in that one. A Men on a Mission film. Not one of my favorite ones, honestly. I find that one kind of a little too goofy, but uh, it's all right. Moving on from there, Rabia e Tarantella by Ennio Morricone. This is from Alan Safan from 1974, which is some sort of Italian historical drama that I've never seen or heard of, but it's a nice piece of music. Moving on here, one of my favorite uh, songs from Ennio Morricone, Anamico, from the great film Revolver from 1973, starring Oliver Reed and Fabio Testi, and directed by Sergio Solima. Then we move on to The Devil's Rumble by Davy Allen and the Arrows. It's a 1967 song that appeared on the soundtrack for the biker film Devil's Angels. And then we're going to finish off with a piece of music from another great film. Uh, This is by Ennio Morricone and Gillo Ponticorvo. And this is from The Battle of Algiers from 1966. It's Algiers, November 1st, 1954. And of course, this was also directed by uh, Gillo Ponticorvo. And uh, that's going to end off the stuff from Inglorious Bastards, and we're going to come back and look at Django Unchained.
Geschichten. Oh, Herr Dichter. Ich wollte, ich wäre ein Huhn, ich hätte nicht viel zu tun. Ich legte vormittags ein Ei, nachmittags wär ich frei. Ich lockte auf der Welt, kein Blut mehr und kein Geld. Und wenn ich das große Los, dann fräse ich es bloß. Ich brauchte nie mehr ins Büro, ich wäre dämlich, aber froh. Warum hab ich mir gedacht? Ich wollte, ich wäre ein Huhn, ich hätte nicht viel zu tun. Ich legte täglich nur ein Ei und sonntags auch mal zwei. Der Mann hat's auf der Welt nicht leicht, das Kämpfen ist sein Zweck. Und hat er endlich was erreicht, nimmt eine Frau ihn weg. Er lebt, wenn's hochkommt, 100 Jahre und bringt zwei gute im Start. Und nur wenn er sehr fleißig war, zu einem Rausche ward. Ich wollte, ich wäre ein Huhn, ich hätte nicht viel zu tun. Ich legte vormittags ein Ei und nachmittags wäre ich frei. Ich lockte auf der Welt, kein Ruhm mehr und kein Geld. Und wenn ich das große Los, dann fräse ich es bloß. Ich brauchte nie mehr ins Büro, ich wäre dämlich, aber froh. Schön, ich wollte, ich wäre ein Huhn, ich hätte nicht viel zu tun. Ich legte täglich nur ein Ei und sonntags auch mal zwei. Ich wollte, ich wäre ein Huhn, ich hätte nicht viel zu tun. Ich legte täglich nur ein Ei und sonntags auch mal zwei Juhai.
Django Unchained from 2012. Again, not a remake, really, of the original Django. Although, you know, it does borrow a bit more from Django than Inglorious Bastards borrowed from the original Inglorious Bastards. But it's still really just Tarantino taking the name and making his own revenge matic out of it. And honestly, kind of um, paying tribute to some of the more... 1970s revisionist westerns of the time. I find it really sort of captures some of the same mood. And then it goes over the top with some uh, explosive violence and spaghetti western stuff. Again, a whole mishmash of of stuff that he's putting into the movie. But uh, we're going to start off with, of course, I think the only way we can, Django, the uh, title track, main theme uh, from 1966 is Django, uh, Sergio Corbucci, um, this, of course, was done by uh, Louis Bakalov and sung by Rocky Roberts. And as with a lot of these movies, when they're releasing soundtracks for them back in the day, they'd have an Italian version and an English version. Uh, the Italian version was sung by Roberto Fia. And of note, the track La Corsa, second version, also appears uh, on the soundtrack to this film, also from the Django score. Moving on. We have The Braying Mule by Ennio Morricone. And this is, of course, from Two Mules for Sister Sarah from 1970, directed by Don Siegel, uh, starring Shirley MacLaine and Clint Eastwood. And also the track Sister Sarah's Theme appears in the film at one point. Then we move on to His Name Was King by Louis Bakaloff and Edda de Orso. This was from His Name Was King, 1971, directed by Giancarlo Romatelli. And uh, the stars Richard Harrison and Klaus Kinski. Then we move on to a nice little piece of music, I Got a Name by Jim Croce. Uh, This is the 1973 single from the album The Same Name, released the day after the plane crash that took its life, unfortunately. And uh, this one's been pretty popular in movies. It's appeared in such films as The Last American Hero, The Ice Storm, and even uh, Logan. Moving on, we have Rito Finale by Ennio Morricone. This is from one of my favorite uh, little crime, policioteski, hitman kind of mashup films uh, directed by Sergio Salima. Uh, Violent City from 1970, which stars Charles Bronson and his uh, wife, uh, Julie Ireland, who was terrible. And uh, But it's also got uh, Telly Savalas, and I like it quite a bit. Moving on, we got Days of Anger by Riz Ortolani from Tonino Valeri's Day of Anger from 1971 that stars uh, Lee Van Cleef and uh, Giuliano Gemma. And then we're going to finish off the playlist for Django Unchained with Trinity Totoli, or the titles, by Franco Michelisi and Lolly Stott, vocals by the Annabelle e Cantori Moderni. This is the great... Terrence Hill, Bud Spencer Pitcher, They Call Me Trinity, from 1970, of course, uh, directed by Enzo Barboni. Uh, Annabelle Graninelli is on vocals here. He's also known, known as David King. Uh, the Cantori Moderni were uh, a musical chorus group founded by uh, Alessandro Alessandroni. Edda Del Oroso was once part of the group uh, and went on to do uh, stuff sort of solo with, you know, other musicians and things like that. I broke off from the group. But um, of note, this is sort of the group that 
uh, in a lot of these early spaghetti westerns and other sort of Italian stuff, if you heard like a nonsensical chorus just singing stuff that might be words but aren't quite words, um, it's probably them. And uh, of note, their stuff is all over the uh, Dollars trilogy, uh, Sergio Leone's Dollars films. So, um, yeah, that's them. And we're going to end this off, and we're going to come back and look at The Hateful Eight.
the vomit on the run. Keeps the vomit on the run. You may think he's a sleepy type guy, always takes his time. Soon I know you'll be changing your mind when you've seen him use a gun. He's the top of the West. Always cool is the best. He keeps alive with his car. He's the top of the West. Always cool. He's the best. He keeps alive with this cult fortified. Who's the guy who's riding to town? In the prairie sun, you won't bother to fool him around. When you've seen him use a gun, boy, when you've seen him use his gun. Now we're going to look at Quentin Tarantino's other western, the one where he's got a bunch of people tr- stuck in a blizzard in an old cabin, and everyone's got secrets, and everyone's going to kill each other eventually in two and a half hours. That's right, it's The Hateful Eight, 2015, and this is one that uh, Ennio Morricone got hired to actually create an original score for, for Tarantino. Uh, along with, you know, Tarantino also just bringing in stuff he wanted to sort of stick in there, and even brought back a couple tracks of Morricone's from the past as well. So, first off, we've got La Ultima de la Genza di Red Rock, intro version by Morricone. Uh, of course, part of his original score. Um, if I'm not mistaken, this is very long, this track. Um... Yeah, there's a couple of long Morricone tracks on this score. Um, moving on, we got Reagan's theme, Floating Sound, from Ennio Morricone. And this is from his score to The Exorcist II, The Heretic, probably the best thing about that movie, uh, from 77. And then we move on to Bestiality by Morricone as well. And this is originally from The Thing from 1982. Then an interesting one that gets popped in here. Now You're All Alone, from David Hess. Yes, that David Hess, the, uh, what's, what's his name, Kruger, in uh, Last House on the Left? On the left. Uh, but yeah, 1972, uh, David Hess actually contributed to the soundtrack there. So this is uh, David Hess uh, singing and I, and I guess playing. I didn't go that deep into checking uh, on this one. And then we got Le Ferno Bianco by Ennio Morricone. 
This is another just piece of the score, original piece of the score. And finishing off, we're going to have There Won't Be Many Coming Home uh, by Roy Orbison. Uh, this is from his only starring role in a film, uh, The Fastest Guitar Alive, from 1967. Uh, and this is uh, this is a synopsis for it, by the way. I actually kind of want to check this out, because this just seems weird. Seems like, Roy, you made a mistake here, doing this. Um, near the end of the American Civil War, a southern spy, Orbison with a bullet-shooting guitar, is giving the task of robbing gold bullion from the United States Mint in San Francisco to help finance the ill-fated Confederacy's last-ditch war effort. Uh, I'm going to have to watch this. I want to see how this plays out. Um, Orbison was not the uh, most charismatic dude, so I don't know how he'd translate as an actor on screen, but it seems like it might be a nice little car crash of a film. Um, maybe there's some sort of redemption where he... Uh, renounces the Confederacy at the end. I'm kind of hoping for that because I really like Orbison and I really don't like these uh, films that sort of retcon that uh, the the South fought the Civil War for, you know, their rights and heritage and all that shit when it really was about keeping black people oppressed. Um, Yeah, but we're going to get those tracks out of the way and then we're going to come back to the last film, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
listen, all you people, try and understand. You may be a soldier, woman, child, or man, but there won't be many coming home. No, there won't be many coming home. Oh, there won't be many, maybe ten out of twenty, but there won't be many coming home. Now the old folks will remember on that dark and To conclude this episode, we got our last playlist here. This is from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood from 2019. Great film. I love it. Um, a lot of good stuff on this, too. Not a lot of um, necessarily, oh, this came from this movie, this came from that movie kind of thing. There's a, f- a little bit of that here, but a lot of this is just rock stuff, pop stuff you'd hear on the radio uh, in 1968. 1969, 70, that era. Uh, and, you know, the, the radio is actually a big part of the whole thing. Um, if you get into the movie, if you've watched it, you'll know that. But, uh, yeah, going into this, first off, I Can't Turn You Loose. Wayne Cochran and the CC Riders. This is originally an Otis Redding song. Uh, this version is from the film CC and Company, and if you actually, if you watch the film at one point, uh, Margot Robbie as Sharon Tate is... Uh, going to see one of her movies in the theaters. I think it's um, The Silencers or whatever with uh, Dean Martin. And the trailer for CSC and Company plays, and she's watching that. And, of course, a big part of that is uh, there's a montage with Wayne Cochran and the CC Riders playing that song live. 
and uh, Joe Namath and Anne Margaret are dancing to it at the club, and then later it cuts to them making love uh, after the uh, after the concert. So uh, CC and Company, 1970, fun little biker film, not a great one. Most notable just because it's got Joe Namath in it and Anne Margaret, and Anne Margaret does does one of her rare, like I'm going to show a little bit of booby and butt. So uh, I appreciate that. Moving on, we've got Out of Time, Strings version from the Rolling Stones. Uh, This is one of a few different versions of that song that have shown up on recordings here and there. This one appeared on the Stones' Metamorphosis from 1975. And uh, I think this is kind of like, it's an album of alternate takes of previously released songs. And I don't think the Rolling Stones themselves necessarily approved of this or endorsed this album. It was, if I seem to recall correctly, it was like their old management. Um, They had moved to a a different record company and their old management still had the rights to certain stuff. And they just decided, well, we're just going to keep the uh, money train coming in and we're just going to release some of this stuff we have sitting around in, you know, the vaults. And the Stones didn't really have much say in it. They couldn't really do anything about it. Um, But it's a great song. And it's a great version of the song. Uh, the original Out of Time, I think, appears on their album Flowers, which is, you know, an official Rolling Stones uh, album release. And then moving on, we've got Hush by Deep Purple. Uh, nothing much to say about this other than it's a really good song from their 1968 uh, single from Shades of Deep Purple, which was their debut album. Moving on. Really good song, Son of a Loving Man from the Buchanan Brothers, um, who are a pop rock trio, uh, Terry Cashman, Gene Pastilli, and Tommy West. Uh, There's also a Buchanan Brothers that were like a country duo. That's not them here. Uh, And this was from 1969. Then we have Bring a Little Lovin' from Los Bravos, a Spanish beat group. Uh, This is from 1968. This is from their album of the same name, and uh, you might know Los Bravos for their bigger hit, uh, Black is Black. You know, Black is Black, I want my baby back. Sing group. Then we're going to move on to something you might recognize if you listen to They Must Be Destroyed on Sight, our, you know, our main podcast. This is Ready for Action by Sid Dale. Um, this appeared on... One of the releases from the KPM library, Sid Dale was a prolific composer, uh, mostly did kind of like jazz and stuff like that, but produced just a ton of library music to be used for whatever commercial endeavors, you know, you could just buy it and put it in your stuff, right? And so even if you don't know it, you've probably heard a ton of Sid Dale stuff over the years. Uh, This was from... KPM 203A to 207B, uh, one of their album releases, which basically just like, this is this stuff from our archive. Uh, and this was from 1966. Moving on, uh, we got a song from the great Neil Diamonds. Um, I know sometimes people kind of look at them as a bit of a joke or, you know, a bit of uh, out of date or whatever, a bit goofy in some respects because he just came, became like a crooner that appeals to old ladies, but, um, great songwriter, underrated songwriter, I think. This is Brother Love's Traveling Salvation Show, uh, from his fourth album of the same name, from 1969, and I love this song, it's great. Uh, moving on, we've got Kicks by Paul Revere and the Raiders. 
This is from 1966. Uh, it was written by the writing duo of Barry Mann and Cynthia Wheel. Uh, originally written for the animals, for uh, but Eric Burden rejected it. And uh, Paul Revere and the Raiders did a recording and had a big hit with it. Uh, showed up on their fifth album, Midnight Ride. And uh, this is an anti-drug song. And, uh, you know, I'm not necessarily anti-drugs, but uh, this is still a great song. Moving on, we've got Victorville Blues from Harley Hatcher Combo. And uh, this is just another name for Davy Allen and Harley Hatcher, who were also known as the Sounds of Harley. Um, and this was just a soundtrack from The Hard Ride, another biker movie from 1971. Uh, I don't necessarily know if this is a better regarded one. It seems like it's a little lesser talked about, but um, great music anyway. Then we got another example of, hey, we're going to release a theme song for an Italian Western, and we're going to have an English and Italian vocal version of uh, the song. Uh, this is the English version of Dynamite Jim. This is composed and written by Nico Fidenko, and uh, the singing comes from the uh, Cantori Moderni di Alessandroni. Doing the vocals here, the chorus, uh, the... Uh, again, the uh, the chorus here that uh, appeared earlier in, in this uh, episode. And uh, this is, of course, from the Spaghetti Western from 1966, Dynamite Jim by Alfonso Balcazar. And, uh, yeah, it's fun. Uh, I think, honestly, the most notable thing about that film is the soundtrack, which is very non-Italian Western soundtrack, especially for the time. 1966, very early on in the Italian Westerns, and it's pretty high-energy, poppy, goofy, strange. Um, really stands out. And then finally, we've got You Keep Me Hanging On, Quentin Tarantino edit uh, from Vanilla Fudge. Uh, this is a song that was first recorded by the Supremes in 1966. Vanilla Fudge recorded their version in 67 for their debut uh, self-titled album. And um, it's a much more, you know, psychedelic, uh, elongated version of the song. And, um, yeah, Tarantino edits this down a little bit here. Uh, I think the original version of the song from Vanilla Fudge is like over six minutes. Uh, Tarantino ed edits it down here to about five-something, I think. And yeah, there we go. All there is to really say about uh, the soundtracks and scores of Quentin Tarantino films, unless I decide I want to like look into some of the stuff Tarantino's just written. Um, but you know, it, it's not really in, at that point. It's not really him picking the music himself, right? But um, it might still be something I look into—a little bonus episode or something of Blood on the Tracks. We'll see. Uh, but uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this. A lot of fucking music uh, to listen to, just to chill to. Uh, we're getting into the summer months here pretty soon, and, you know, have something uh, cool blasting on your uh, MP3 player or what, what have you, having a few drinks and uh, enjoying yourself, I hope, at the very least. That's why I kind of do these things. As, as much as I enjoy sort of putting them together for myself, just because I have some sort of OCD fascination with putting together playlists of songs. I kind of hope somebody gets some bloody enjoyment out of this. So um, thanks for listening as always, guys. And I'm not sure what's going to be uh, coming up for next month, but uh, we'll figure something out.
Until then, cheers.
Seen a hush, hush. I thought I heard. 
smelling sweet Move up the road to the outside of town And the sound of that good gospel beat It's a ragged tent Girl, you better get straight 
Listening to Blood on the Tracks. For further or previous episodes of this program, please go to tmbdos.podbean.com. Thank you. Drive through. Now, 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 